Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Welcome aboard the Walt Disney World Express Monorail, our highway in the sky. For those of you standing, please hold on to the handrails throughout our journey and stay clear of the doors. For the comfort of others, no smoking, please. Thank you. Hey folks, you're listening to Two Men in the Mouse, episode 263, recorded live on the YDF Media Network on November the 2nd, 2023. This is your everyday guide to the magic of Walt Disney World and the larger Disney universe beyond it. My name is Kevin Kessler, and I am joined, as always, by my good buddy, Peter Mandel. Hey, Kevin. How's it going, my friend? I'm doing good. All right. Folks, we are two lifelong Disney fanatics who have managed to keep the magic of Disney alive in our lives every day, and we want to share that magic with you. So pull up a chair, gather the family, or pop in your favorite set of headphones, and let's experience the magic together. Pete! How you doing, Kevin? Oh, I'm doing great, because we are in my favorite time of year. November? Well, like, once Halloween ends, it's Christmas to me. Like, for my thing, is like, if Disney's going to start decorating for Christmas on November 2nd, then I'm going to start celebrating Christmas on November 1st. I like it. I'm a Christmas guy, so it's never too early for me. So today's November 2nd. Uh, my plan for today, after we do the show and I edit it and schedule it up and everything, uh, is that I'm actually going to go to the Magic Kingdom to like see the de- see the decorations, okay. uh, film with Morty a little bit. So um, that that's my plan for today. It might get pushed to tomorrow. It depends on how long it takes me to like edit the show. So, uh, you know, let's just be really on our game today so I can get to the Magic Kingdom. Uh, so, yeah, the um, I was just in Epcot yesterday. Got to do Journey of Water, inspired by Moana. I know you love that. Um, you know what? I actually really did love it. Okay. I really liked it uh, for a couple of reasons. I guess we can go into this real quick before we dive into the news. Uh, I thought that it was... I, I It's very, like you're like transported somewhere else. Like you really don't like see that you're in Epcot. Like they're very good with the sight lines on this one, but it's educational. Like it's teaching you about like water everywhere you go. And like, you know, like you're able to like run your fingers through these things, these things and these like, like it's like a harp almost like the water makes a, like a sound, you know, you're able to like, you know, make the water rise and fall. Kids love it. It's, you know, on a hot day, it's going to be clutch for sure. Okay. Because like, you know, you can get wet. There are like I'm there's ways where you don't get wet and there's ways where you can. Uh, so it's like up to you. Basically, there's a splash play area. There's, you know, like I just I thought it was very Epcot. It just was very Epcot to me. Like I like, decided okay. to see it. I, I think the only thing that confuses me is I always thought in the years we were building this thing that like it was kind of like a walk through. It is. But it's like a walk through spits you back out where you walked in. Well, yeah, yeah, you and I uh, don't understand that. Uh, yeah, it doesn't exit out the other side. Like I, I thought assumed... you would exit on a different side. But you know what? Maybe when the all the walls are down, there might be multiple entrances and exits. I don't know. Okay, I don't know. But as of right now, yes, you enter and then like you exit right to like the like the right of where you entered. Right. So, um, it's. Yeah, but you know the Moana meet and greet, great thing to have that there. Uh, big fan, Just big fan of all of it. I like it. Um, you know what? Like as as somebody who lives here, like we went with two of my friends who are visiting from Texas, and so like we're walking around World Showcase. I just like looked at Rachel. I'm just like, God, food and wine is still going on since July. Like, can we not like? Like, why don't we just start Festival of the Holidays early in November? Because Festival right. of the Holidays is so good. And, like, it's only around for, like, a couple weeks. Yep. That's you know, interesting. And then you've got, um, what do you call it? Uh, Festival of the Arts. Like, my other favorite one. And it's only for a month. It's, yeah. uh, I don't know. When we give food and wine, like, half the year, there's not even, like, it's the only one that doesn't even have a gimmick. They've all got food and wine. I know. That's the <laughs> you know? crazy part. Like, like, to me, food and wine has become the least, like, um, the, desirable. The, the, the least desirable, the least fun of all of the festivals. I don't know. Yeah, you're like, not wrong. 
He, he doesn't have like the, the okay. The theme is food and wine. They all have food and wine. Yes, it has more kiosks than any of the other ones, but you know, roll out more kiosks for the other ones. What are you gonna do? Like, right? I can't wait for this festival of the holidays, though, man. We are so ready. Uh, there's gonna be a lot of festival food features going on over at uh, Patreon. So you know, we're just ready for it. Like it's it's gonna be so good. But then like I leave like you know, and like our our annual passes are blocked out for like like two weeks probably at the end of December. I spent okay. that time up in Jersey for Christmas anyway. Perfect. So you know it, it's but again that's like time of festival of the holidays that you're not getting. It is definitely uh, not great, um, but you know the we um, we ate at the Japan booth. Yeah, oh we, no, we did the Hawaii booth, which I love. So we got yeah, that one's always solid. We got my favorite, the Kahlua pork slider, and then and those um, have been there forever. I mean, I've been oh, having yeah. that for years. Oh yeah, but it's it's always it's always a main event. Um, and we we really like to get the the spam. They call it spam sushi now, and that really that really cheesed off Rach, uh, like because. You know, she's Filipino and, you know, right. like, like, you know, Filipinos and Hawaiians, like a lot of the, there's some crossover in the food. Spam is like a big deal for and but it really what it is, is it's spam masubi. Spam masubi. Okay. It's so it's like spam and rice and like you know, like a sauce or it's wrapped in the sea. Like, so it looks like sushi, but it's it's called spam masubi. They called it spam sushi this year. And she got uh, really, probably makes it more. Um, that's what I said to her. Palatable for. Yeah, well, because nobody knows Visitors. what Masubi is, but it's funny. Last year right. it was Masubi, and when we got the the receipt to give to the person, it said Spam Masubi on the huh. on the receipt, which I thought was really interesting. That's interesting, but yeah, she hates it. She she for her that was like calling it an egg McMuffin, like it it was right right. It was like really like she was so annoyed. Um, but yeah, so we had that, and then we had the um, the chicken teriyaki bao in Japan. And she finally let me get this because like typically like in Japan and China, I'll be like, oh, I want to try that. And she'll be like, no, it's, it looks terrible. We'll just go to an actual Asian restaurant to try something like that because there are so many like authentic Asian restaurants in Orlando. They're everywhere. Right. Uh, but yeah, we we actually had the bow and I wanted to get this like Wagyu rice bowl that they had. And I was like, oh, that actually looks really good. Like, so I'm looking at it. And then like my friend gets my friend has like this plate of sushi with like a little cup, little black cup on it. And I'm like, oh, they gave him like a little like side side thing with the sushi. That's cool. That was the Wagyu beef bowl. It was like it was maybe like the size of like like a little Dixie cup. <laughs> like yep. it was, how, how much was that? Oh, I probably had to have been like six to eight dollars, something like that. Right. I mean, you know, um, you know how it works. But yeah, it um, just food and wine goes on too long too long uh yeah i don't really disagree with you and look i get it like you know they put it during like the the busiest times people want to go for food and wine i'm just saying maybe it doesn't need to go all the way into november like maybe like when you're already decorating the magic kingdom for christmas maybe we do festival of the holidays right a bit longer give us a couple more weeks like let more people experience it uh you know christmas at disney my favorite time of year uh, it is wonderful. It is so. I mean, I can't wait. And now they're actually doing like you know the frozen, uh, holiday wish they or frozen holiday. What do we call it? Secret or something like I don't know something like that. Uh, it's good that you know we're finally, like, getting a lot of stuff back. The cast will be lit again in a certain way. You know, maybe not the way we want, but right. It's just, but you know what? Like, I understand the idea of moving away from the dream lights they were a pain in the butt to hang they were a pain in the butt to um get down you know you you spent like literally like four months out of the year with that crane next to the castle you, you people are not like you and me who love the crane you know <laughs> and then there was always like that one section that was like not working yeah but like what's next a hologram christmas tree yeah probably you know what? And what's really funny is so if Magic Kingdom is actually decorated today, which I'm assuming it is, right? They had a Halloween party last night. So like, like that would have been like record time. Like where the holiday party ends at what, like two a.m. But it's probably not like fully decorated. I mean, as long as the tree is up, they're playing the music, they got the wreaths up. I think I'll be happy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
God, I love it so much. It's just so, the best. so much. Um, yeah. And, um, you know, we are, if you know, we haven't officially like booked the I'm so waiting to hear back from, uh, the person I'm working with through the, the parks department, but we are, um, probably a year from today. November 2nd is when, uh, tying the knot. Oh, is today going to be the day? Yeah, I think today. Yeah, this is going to wow. November 2nd is the day that we're shooting for as long as awesome. it's av- as long as it's available because because the fourth is the cruise that we're going on. So, OK, that'll be kind of the so, you know, the plan is like, oh, everybody comes in November 2nd. We get married on the beach, Jetty Park, you know, watch the cruise ships go by, yada, yada, yada. Um, maybe go out to dinner that night at like, um, you know, K-Pod or something like that, like one or, you know, some like restaurant maybe sunday you know maybe my brothers are probably flying home that day or something like that but maybe we can go to disney do something um and then on the fourth just hop on that ship and sail away awesome so uh, and then our parents will come too and you know I, I i want my brothers to come on the cruise obviously but they're both teachers and it's in november so they probably can't. yeah it's hard yeah i mean my mother is a paraprofessional in Roosevelt park so she works with the school system too but if she says my son is having a destination wedding, I don't think they're going to have a problem with it. Although it does lead into teacher's week. That's the other thing she said is she was like, I might have that week off anyway yeah. because yeah. it's teacher's convention usually that week. So, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, oh, if it is Jersey week, maybe my brothers can go on the cruise, but I don't know. It's, um, But yeah, so uh, you ready to dive into the news this week? Let's do some news. All right. The news brought to you by our friends over at um, Away With Me Travel. Justin and all of his friends over there uh, will book your trip anywhere in the world, but they specialize in those Disney locations. So Disney Cruise Line, Walt Disney World. Check them out. Send them an email. Uh, show at AwayWithMeTravel.com or Justin at AwayWithMeTravel.com and let them take you away. <laughs> so uh uh, on your next amazing vacation. They book Pete's uh, Disneyland trip. They book my cruises like it, you know, couldn't recommend them enough. All right. Worldwide news. Uh, there have been new features added on the My Disney Experience app when it comes to dining reservations in an attempt to kind of streamline the process and deal with some issues that have been popping up. Hassles, if you will. OK. Um, according to sources familiar with these upgrades, new features will include availability not- notifications uh, for fully booked restaurants and the ability to search a date range for reservations. So Disney is yet to announce these upgrades officially, but according to www.magic.com, uh, they understand that some of the new features are expected before the end of the year with more to come in 2024. Disney recently rolled out another upgrade that lets guests view all available reservation time slots for each restaurant on a given date. The system previously only showed a few available slots based on a specified time frame. So, that's interesting. Like you could set up a notification if a reservation opens up for a restaurant you want. I like that. I do too. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, being able to see a date range. So like instead of having to be like, all right, do they have it on the first? No. Do they have it on the second? You could actually right. like, say like, all right, I want to see the first through the seventh. Are there any availability for Ohana? And then it'll be like, no. And then you can set the res- the notification. It won't say no. It'll say yes at 9.55 at night. <laughs> I've done that. I have done that. I know everyone's yeah. done it. Yeah. Uh, gosh. Uh, all right. And further worldwide news, the, the Walt Disney World Skyliner, a.k.a. my favorite mode of Disney transportation, will be closing for an annual refurbishment in early 2024. Um, the gondola transportation system will be closed from January 16th through January 21st. The Skyliner service to and from Disney's Riviera Resort and International Gateway at Epcot will remain closed through January 27th. So um, bus service will be available at the resort served by the Skyliner in its place. Uh, This is the same as early 2022 and 2023. And back then, it even reopened a few days ahead of schedule. So, you know, Skyliner, just like anything else, needs its its refurb. Yep. A little skimming. Um. No resort news, water park, or Disney Springs news this week, but we do have some Magic Kingdom news. Okay. The Jingle Cruise is returning once more to Walt Disney World Magic Kingdom. Not news that we weren't expecting, but uh, it will be returning tomorrow, November 3rd, which is the day this drops, you know, on on the air. So technically, when you listen to this today, the, the world-famous Jingle Cruise We'll be back. I like hearing that. Flying the the waters of the Magic Kingdom and Adventureland. Originally debuting in 2013, the Jingle Cruise sees holiday props and music script changes added to the traditional Jungle Cruise adventure in Adventureland. 
Um, love the Jingle Cruise. I mean, it's not me really too. Christmas until you ride the Jingle Cruise. Yeah, at least for me. Um, oh, we have a treat guide available for Mickey's very merry Christmas party. So, um, I did I say on the show yet that like we've already booked that we're going to both very merry and uh jollywood nights this year i knew you were gonna do it it's awesome yeah yeah so i think it's like a week apart too like i think we go to very merry first and then jollywood nights so yeah so now like not only will we be discussing what is on this list i'm going to be telling you what i have to get all right so here we go anti-gravity's galactic goodies they have a reindeer chow sundae just chocolate soft serve pretzels cereal M&M's, chocolate candies, and hot fudge. Uh, and a lump of coal in your stocking. That is a cookies and cream milkshake topped with whipped cream, cookies and cream crumbles, and a chocolate donut hole. That I'm getting. Okay. That sounds good. Let me tell you something. I'm You give me a cookies and cream anything. And I'm, 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 same I'm, I'm down. I'm down. I mean, you go, if, you, if you're going to um, Gideon's, and like, look, get whatever you want, but also get a cookies and cream cookie because that is, I, the- you know, Gideon's is my jam. I have people who, when they go, they always bring me back Gideon's and, you know, there, there's so many great cookies there. I really like that banana one they have right now, yeah. but honestly, I could just eat the cookies and cream one forever. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's the best. It's the best one. It's so good. Uh, Casey's Corner is going to have a candy cane tart, which is a chocolate tart filled with peppermint ganache and topped with a festive menagerie. That is something I will not be partaking in, but, you know, more power to you. Uh, Cool Ship will have a magic holiday tree, which is coconut, pecans, and M&M's chocolate candies on a graham cracker crust that is new this year. But let's get over to Cosmic Rays Starlight Cafe. All right. Um, The Holiday Pot Roast Melt. Is slow cooked beef on thick toast, aka it looks like Texas toast, with cheddar and provolone cheese and beef gravy. That is a party only. Mm. That looks good. I'm looking at a picture of it right now, and that looks fantastic. Uh, there's also going to be the holiday turkey burger. Now, I hate all turkey burgers, so this is not something I will ever want. Okay. Um, turkey burgers are gross. Turkey burger topped with traditional stuffing, provolone cheese, and cranberry chutney on a brioche bun. Also new this year. Now, that sounds to me like they are trying to recreate the magic of everyone's favorite yearly annual sandwich, the uh, the Wawa Gobbler. Right. Uh, have you ever had the pleasure of a Wawa Gobbler? I have, yeah. yeah. I mean, I've had, I think, two this year already because <laughs> they started back in October. But I mean, like, oh, I might get a Wawa Gobbler today. Oh, that man. Might, that might have to happen. Like, on the way back from Magic Kingdom, just stop and grab a Gobbler. Like... More Wawa's popping up around here. I don't know if you've noticed. I have noticed that in this area. Yeah, Yeah. when I when I've come home, I've noticed like you know it used to be like you know you had Quick Check up until a certain point, and then it kind of turned into Wawa's. Can I tell you something about Wawa though? And this is going to sound counterproductive to what I just said. Their sandwiches stink. Really, they're awful. I hate their sandwiches, except for the Gobbler. Right. So the Gobbler is the one time of year where Wawa gets my business. Like if if I was in Jersey all the time. And I had the choice between a quick check and a Wawa. There would never, ever be a, you know, the quick check has got my business forever. Right. Uh, though I will say the quick check, um, like it's very clear when you buy their sandwiches now that like the bread is previously frozen. Okay. I mean, like it's very obvious. So here's a little tip, a quick check, Peter Mandel. This is only for our Jersey listeners. Sorry. Uh, the uh, <laughs> uh, get your sandwiches on like um like a Kaiser roll because those are not frozen. Mm, interesting. Yeah. I've started doing that when I go to quick check when I'm home and it's a totally game changing experience. Okay. Um. All right. The, they're also going to have a Christmas cookie cake, which is a Christmas cookie cake roll with buttercream topped with holiday sprinkles. Now I'm all thinking about that gobbler. Look, I know I'm like, oh, could I run out of here at lunch? Yeah. <laughs> like I don't, I don't get the, the stuffing on it. I don't like, the, I like stuffing. the stuffing. I get it with mashed potatoes instead. Okay. You can that get sounds it with, good also. Yeah, you can get it with mashed potatoes now. Totally different experience. No mashed potato action, the hot turkey and gravy, oh cranberry sauce on top. Oh, you can put some mayo on there, some garlic aioli. I mean, like you're 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 eating good that night. Love it. The Friars Nook uh will have a holiday ham fried pie, which is Flaky pastry filled with baked ham, candy, sweet potatoes, and spiced pecans served with pineapple glaze. Now, that sounds disgusting to me, but if that's your jam, folks, 
more power to you. And I hope you guys will tell us how it is. Uh, the Italian beef tots are tots covered in slow cooked beef, cheese curds, zesty giardiniera, and pot roast gravy. Rachel asked me what that word that I couldn't really pronounce was because I guess she thought that I would know being Italian. She starts trying to pronounce it, and I'm assuming it's like, you know, gabagol or like something like right, right, something right. That, like I could very easily look at and like be kind of pompously Italian and be like, I, you know, you pronounce it prosciutto. Like, you know, it's, but then I looked at it, and I'm like, I have no earthly idea <laughs> what that is. Um, the, there's also a peppermint snowman, which is a chocolate brownie topped with cookies and cream peppermint mousse. Um, and then you have a winter milkshake, which is a creamy coconut milkshake topped with whipped cream, toasted coconut, cinnamon, and crisp pearls. Uh, that's a no-go for me. I mean, like, I the one thing in this world that my father hates is coconut. So like okay. when I when I was a kid, I was like, I hate coconut too. And you know, I've come to the top find that I actually do enjoy the occasional coconut, but I don't like overly coconutty things. Uh, I'm the same way. Coconut has to be subtle. Yeah. 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 It's got to be a subtle thing. Um, Much like I enjoy bananas, but I do not enjoy banana flavored anything. Hmm. I do like banana. Apparently, like when you have like banana flavoring in something, it is not actual banana. I believe like, that. It, it is like a thing that they. So, you know, at the, Mini, the, the Minions Cafe, which I did actually finally get to go in and look at. They have a lot of bananas. So they have banana flavored right. popcorn there. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. It's like a popcorn stand right outside. And um, yeah, but we popped our heads in during HHN and I was just like, oh, this is kind of cool. But uh, yeah, I am. Uh, I'm excited to actually like go to the Minions Cafe and like see what's see what there is to see. OK, so at the Golden Oak Outpost, uh, which a lot of people don't know where the Golden Oak Outpost is. Really? Like, I, yeah, I mentioned it to my brother in law and he was like, where's that? And I'm like, like, oh, can you go to Disney? Like, I think it's just so hidden in the back. Like, it is so it is over. If you don't know, folks, it is in Frontierland. If you're looking at Tiana's Bayou Adventure Splash Mountain, it is off to the left. It is past the parade route across the street, and it is right before the uh, the place where you sign up for the pirate adventure. That means you're going into Adventureland. It is. Oh, they always have good stuff there. It's not always open, so right. you know they have an orange gingerbread shake which is orange cream slushy layered with gingerbread cookie crumbles and topped with whipped cream gingerbread spice. That doesn't sound very appetizing to me. I can't tell if it like, you know, it's funny. Sometimes you hear these things and you're like, well, if they put this together, it must be like the, if the flavors must work, but then you try it and you're like, well, this doesn't work. Yeah. Who came up with this? Uh, ginger. They also have a gingerbread cake layered with cream cheese frosting and dulce de leche ganache topped with a gingerbread man chocolate piece. Now, all of these things that I've been talking about are Christmas party only. If there is something that is available during the day, I will uh, I will make note of that. But as of right now, nothing that we've encountered is um, actually oh, we're just about to encounter one Main Street Bakery, a mini okay. a Minnie Mouse shaped cinnamon roll cinnamon roll top with red icing, holiday sprinkles and a chocolate bow that is available during the party and regular park hours. Then you have the letter to Santa, which is a flourless chocolate cake, hot cocoa mousse and marshmallows topped with chocolate pieces that is only available during the party. Pecos Bills. You can have a chicken tamale. Served Christmas style with mild red chili and green chili pumpkin seed sauces, cilantro rice. I'm out. Pinto beans and queso fresco. No, okay. no, no cilantro for this guy ever. I know. Pour some dish soap in it. And you basically yeah, my wife's the same way. It's awful. Uh, the chocolate eggnog reindeer is a chocolate tart topped with eggnog mousse and chocolate handlers. Then you have the orange cranberry pineapple punch with a hint of smoke from the fireplace. That is a non-alcoholic beverage, by the way. Right. The Plaza Ice Cream Parlor will have a peppermint brownie sundae. Peppermint ice cream, hot fudge, and candy cane sprinkles served on a brownie that's available during the party and regular park hours. Sleepy Hollow Refreshments will have the holiday waffle sundae during during the party only. A house-made red velvet waffle topped with M&M's chocolate candies, peppermint ice cream, and chocolate fudge. Uh, or hot fudge. Uh, milk and cookies for Santa also will be brown sugar cookie cake topped with chocolate chip cookie dough mousse milk mousse and chocolate chip cookies that actually sounds kind of good might want that yeah, i'm looking at it right now it doesn't look bad okay not, not too bad um storybook treats will have a sugar plum sundae which is a sugar plum soft serve uh atop sugar cookie crumbs and topped with whipped cream crisp pearls and cotton candy i've never had a sugar plum 
No, I mean, maybe I have. I but when you say it, I don't feel like I even know really I never, what it is. I mean, like I've heard of like sugar, sugar plum fairy, course, and like yeah. you know, it's like a Christmas thing. I've never actually had much. Like I've also like like if they had figgy pudding on one of these things, I think I might actually try it. Uh, you know what? Ethan wanted figgy pudding in the worst way a couple years ago, and um, I believe my sister in law made it happen for him. And you know what? Good job, Renee. He didn't like it. He didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, of course not. It's made of figs. Uh, the sunshine tree terrace we'll have santa's belt buckle which is pistachio mousse with a dark chocolate truffle center and a chocolate buckle the we'll also have the cranberry citrus float with orange vanilla soft serve twist orange vanilla soft serve twist with sprite winter spiced cranberry and fruity boba pearls so it's going to be like cranberry um soda and like your normal like orange vanilla soft serve like a float Right. Sounds good. They're really going all in on this like orange and cranberry together like motif here. Maybe it works and we just are misjudging it. It must work. I mean, I, I think I, I feel like I've encountered this before. I don't know. Uh, they will also have outdoor vending locations near Cinderella Castle. We know those. Uh, the red velvet wreath will be a donut top with buttercream and holiday sprinkles. Now, that one's also going to be available during park hours. Okay. There will also be a hot cocoa churro, which is a churro rolled in hot cocoa powder and topped with marshmallows and peppermint candy pieces. That will also be available during regular park hours. That sounds They're, good. That's all the treats. I mean, the, the the cookies and cream milkshake and the pot roast on Texas toast. Like those are like the two things that I'm like, yep, that's definitely happening. Plus getting all the cookies that I can handle. Right. So last year, the popcorn bucket at not so scary was like it was like a music box it's like a big like it was like a cookie jar okay i'm really hoping it's that it's something to that effect again or there at least there is like some like uh popcorn bucket that i want because it was so convenient for getting the cookies oh yeah just put them right in there yeah because they're and the cookies are all individually wrapped yep so yeah. you just pop them right in the bat right in the you got a little cookie jar all night that you're just kind of eating out of it's that's great. a great idea and then I came home with lots and lots of cookies because I kind of went cookie crazy. They're wrapped. You can have yeah. them all season. Yep. All right. We've also got the weirdest bit. When I saw this headline, I had to do a double take. So I'm like, no, there's no way. Uh, okay. But no, it, it's happening. Disney Enchantment, the nighttime show is returning in 2024. All right. So just hear me out on this one. The much, much, uh, you know, Hate, hated Disney Enchantment uh, will be returning uh, during Disney After Hours events in the Magic Kingdom. Okay. All right. So only during its own. So if you're going to an After Hours event that night, you could feasibly see Happily Ever After followed by Enchantment. But you can get away from it. You can. If you if by right. not going to the After Hours party. Right. <laughs> you, you will not have to suffer through Enchantment. By not paying money to see it. Yes. I that, that is that is some government like remember this thing you hated? Now you have to pay money to see right. it. I'd be like like I, I was on the fence about going to the after hours party, but now that enchantment's there, I don't even want to get a whip of that thing. <laughs> uh it is I nobody had anything nice to say about enchantment. I know. Like you're getting you're doing an after hours party, why don't you just like do wishes? Right. <laughs> Like that would be, I would be like, oh my god, I have to go to that after hours party. They're doing wishes, and coincidentally, Disney has raised the price by fifty dollars for all tickets. I would pay a fifty dollar premium for wishes. I know they, <laughs> they show. They, would, they show with maybe that's next year. Yeah, a show with absolutely no, um, you know, projections or anything like that. Just purely fireworks. I would pay money for wishes. Wishes, yeah. It's like you know how I remember it. Epcot news. We got some Epcot news here. Uh, there is a meet and greet with Asha now open in Epcot. Now you might be asking yourself, who is Asha? Asha is the character from the new Disney movie Wish. Yay. Hooray. Uh, you can meet her at the gazebo near the entrance to World Showcase at 9.30 a.m., 10.45 a.m., 11.55 a.m., 1.50 p.m., and 3 p.m. daily. Now, she was I didn't see her yesterday, so I don't know. Asha will soon make her way to Disneyland Park in California and Walt Disney Studios Park in Disneyland Paris. Beginning November 22nd at Disneyland Resort, Asha will appear outside the Royal Hall in Fantasyland. Man, they're really put like it's rare to get a character for a new movie 
in Walt Disney World anymore. They're really pushing this thing. Yeah, it hasn't been a thing recently, but you know, they did do some of this back in the day. So it's good to the, see them. Back in the day they did, but this is something that's definitely changed. Do you do you think that there will be a demand for this? Not yet. I don't think so either. Um I, I've heard that like this movie's not tracking very well. No, movies aren't tracking very well. Well, when I first saw her, like the animated version of her, I was like Oh, they give is did they give Isabella from Encanto her own movie because she's like wearing the same outfit, kind of. They kind of look very similar, and you know, Rach's favorite ca- Disney character right now is Isabella. Okay, uh, so I mean, like she she got excited too. She's like, "Oh my, what is this?" And we looked and we're like, "Oh," so you know. But it's a princess movie, you know. I'm sure it'll do respectable. Yeah, uh, the construction walls in Epcot have kind of been moved back a little bit. Okay, they have uh, in World Celebration. It is revealed a little bit more. Of what the World Celebration neighborhood is going to look like. We've got this flooring here that's like metal. The custom metalwork flooring will form a curved pathway from Dreamer's Point to the center of World Celebration. And we, we can get a little taste of it now. Did they have to set up construction walls to move the construction walls? I'm sure they did. Back. Imagineer Zach Ridley has previously said that the metal panels are made of weathered steel, which will cure to form a rich orange-hued patina now here's the thing i'm looking at this the the it looks like almost like there's like raised areas like it's kind of almost looks like bubble wrap almost and like mm. you know, like metal bubble wrap i'm like people be falling on this all day maybe it just looks like it maybe it looks like it. i have to actually go and like you know investigate um the world celebration neighborhood in epcot will open supposedly in late 2023 that is the okay. rumor that the construction walls will all come down in Epcot sometime before the end of the year. I say nay, nay, nay. It shall not <laughs> uh, happen. Let's hope so, though. Look, would I love for that to happen? Absolutely. I'm like so sick of these construction walls. But like I'm looking like I'm even like looking like, you know, at like the, the festival center that they're building. And I'm like, there's no way. There's no way this is done next month. Right. It, like from what I can see, like I can already I can see unfinished parts of it like from uh like world uh na- world nature well there's no way i don't know look i can't wait for dreamers point i can't wait for do you think they'll be like here's a virtual queue to get into the center of epcot now <laughs> maybe you can't Let's see be. how crazy it is it can't be they cannot do that it's i refuse to believe that that will be the thing uh also in epcot news uh the festival of the arts will be returning again this this january they have announced that it will begin on January the 12th. No additional details have been given so far, but expect to see food studios, Disney on Broadway concert performances, art exhibits, and more across the festival through February 19th, 2024. So a little over a month. Just wanted to once again remind you that right. food and wine starts in July and goes to November um, to like late November. Or mid-November. All right. No Animal Kingdom or Hollywood Studios news this this week, but we do have some outside Walt Disney World news. Uh, this is a Disney Entertainment bit of news. Disney will be taking full ownership of Hulu. Coming up soon. Saw this. The Walt Disney Company is set to expand its share in the streaming market by acquiring Comcast Corp's 33% stake in Hulu for a lot of money, Peter Mantle. <laughs> a lot of money. Yeah, a lot of people don't actually um, think it's that much. Yeah, this move comes as Comcast exercised its right on November 1st to sell its share under the put-slash-call agreement with Disney. The deal which Disney anticipates will cost around $8.61 billion is based on Hulu's $27.5 billion minimum guaranteed value, a figure agreed upon in 2019 that there's no chance in hell that Hulu actually is worth $27.5 billion. I believe it is. Uh, you know, this is kind of not even really news, right? Iger's kind of already said we're going to get a combined Disney Plus Hulu ESPN. Pretty soon. Well, no, not not like a bundle, like an actual combined onto one app. Which they should, But I think they should include ESPN in that. I think they're trying to jettison ESPN. I, I mean, I would hope so. <laughs> yeah, because... The price reflects NBC Universal's share of Hulu's value minus the expected capital contributions that NBCU owes to Disney. This acquisition marks a significant step for Disney in bolstering its streaming service as it takes full ownership in Hulu. So there you go. Uh, that right. 8.6 bill, though, is probably going to hurt right now. Not going to lie. 
probably gonna hurt. You think so, but they've known about this for years. Like twice what they paid for Star Wars. Right. You know, like Star Wars was like four billion dollars. And I always remember that because it's like, oh, like Star Wars cost them like one like Ross Perot fortune. But on you know all- the at the same time, this is more revenue that they have coming in from Hulu subscribers, right? Because they now will get that additional money that was being paid out. I, honestly, it's not even a crazy amount of money. That's like the minimum uh, valuation for. Well, Hulu. I mean, like, like Hulu used to be the like the number two streaming service when it was just like Netflix and Hulu. Yeah. Now I don't even think it's in like the top five. Like Hulu, really, Disney got involved with Hulu really to kind of. Um, Almost as like a test run to see how they would do with Disney Plus, but they ended up yeah. putting so much into it that we're at well, this point now. Wasn't it also part of like 20, the deal with 20th Century Fox? Yep, because they had because they had stake in Hulu. Yeah. Um, all right. So finally, in news this week, um, Disney's Haunted Mansion Legacy will expand to the oceans with a new parlor on the Disney Treasure cruise ship. Uh, Disney has unveiled a first look at the Haunted Mansion Parlor, the world's first Haunted Mansion-inspired bar aboard Disney Cruise Line's newest ship, the Disney Treasure. According to Disney, the Haunted Mansion Parlor will immerse guests in the next chapter of the Haunted Mansion saga, bringing this favorite lore to life in a whole new way. The one-of-a-kind experience will be a swinging wake unlike any other that a jovial captain who entered the ghostly realm after a disastrous dinner with his beloved fiancé. Uh, the design of the Haunted Mansion Parlor will resemble a first-class drawing room of a classic cruise liner from the Golden Age, invoking inspiration from the original Haunted Mansion with a nautical twist. Complete with nostalgic tributes to Haunted Mansion attractions around the world, fans will recognize the iconic wallpaper and distinctive purple armchair tucked into the corner. You will also encounter a few legendary characters from the original Disney Parks attraction, as well as some new seafaring arrivals in the portrait gallery depicting the Disney treasure's own ghostly residence. So uh, that's pretty exciting. Yeah, it looks very really cool. There's also going to be some exclusive merch, like a music box and like a clock and a, a portrait of the a mirror portrait of the hitchhiking ghost. So it looks pretty good. Uh, they are moving the the famed Donald Duck chair from the Haunted Mansion in Walt Disney World into this parlor. OK, uh, that's because it's no longer in the attraction at right. Walt Disney World because that's where the uh, the, the hat box ghost is going to be. So everyone seems to be this is think that this is going to be the thing that gets me onto a Disney cruise. Yeah, I don't think uh, it's going to be. I don't know. Like, it sounds neat. I don't know if it's a big enough seller to make me. Uh, well, look, that, listen, but... I'm going to be honest with you. If um, it, I know, I know exactly where it'll be on the ship. Right. It's going to be exactly where the hyperspace lounge is. Right. It's just going to be a little tiny bar. Yeah, of course. That's it. I mean, like, it's not going to be like hyperspace lounge was cool. But I'm not going to be like, I have to book a cruise because of the hyperspace lounge. Right. Um, but, you know, look, the, the, on this concept art, it looks like the you can actually sit in the Donald Duck chair. Okay. That might be enough to get me onto Disney Cruise. <laughs> uh, I mean, look, you can get me onto a Disney Cruise at the drop of a hat, but, you know, hat box ghost. Get it. So. All right. And that's the news this week. Good man news. Good amount of news. All right, folks. Um, well, we will be back with our e-ticket attraction of the week right after this. This is Bill Farmer, and you're listening to Two Men and the Mouse. Folks. Uh, so a while ago, we launched uh, our new passion project, our new favorite place in the world, uh, our Patreon, our, t- our Patreon.com slash Two Men in the Mouse. Pete and I have had so much fun creating a ton of amazing, um, you know, content for this this new area that our patrons have been enjoying for so long. We want so we were talking the uh, just last week, I think, about uh, a concept that used to happen on TV called Free Disney where the Disney Channel would be available for free to everyone. It's kind of like a little preview of what you can get if you subscribe. We we, we talked about like, you know, Dumbo Circus and you know, and you know what? This was actually talked about on the patron show. Yep. Uh, so, yeah. So, folks, for those of you that don't know, a while back they used to do this thing where they would give you free Disney Channel. They pleats together sometimes um, as kind of like a little thing to, you know, be like, hey, it's, you know, um, this thing that you can get. Um so we wanted to uh, 
kind of bring that concept to life here on Two Men and the Mouse. Um, you know, maybe give you guys a just a free episode of our patron show, which is typically runs about 20 to 30 minutes um, as kind of like a little preview of what you can expect if you guys ever wanted to hop over to patreon.com slash Two Men and the Mouse. So this is, you know, our weekly show that we do. It is available in both audio and video formats, uh, video formats for, you know, some of the higher tiers. So uh, this week for our e-ticket attraction of the week, Pete and I are bringing you guys the Two Men in the Mouse patron experience preview as a free episode, kind of our little Christmas gift uh, to all you guys slash advertisement. So here it is without any further ado. Hi, folks, and welcome to the Two Men in the Mouse Patron Experience, Episode 9, here on Patreon.com slash Two Men in the Mouse. My name is Kevin Kessler. That's my good buddy, Peter Mandel. And welcome back, my friend, from the uh, the sunny, dry heat of Anaheim. Very sunny. Very, very sunny. Very, very dry heat. Uh, which, and so, I mean, like a hot day in Disneyland, got to be better than a hot day in Walt Disney World, right? It definitely is, but I mean, 95 is still 95. Yes, that is very true. <laughs> that is very, very true. The, uh, you know, so I had to, I ran over to Universal yesterday very, very, very quickly. Um, and this is kind of like that, like the things you can do as a local. Like I ran over there because we're taking, um, my best friend Jenna and I are the ones that go to Horror Nights together all the time. We get the frequent fear passes. Right. For Rachel's birthday, the two of us together usually buy her a one night pass because Rach has no she she has absolutely no interest in a frequent fear pass okay she, she likes to go to Halloween Horror Nights one time like okay. that's it like one night I'll do what I want to do and then and then that'll be it now a normal pass with no express pass how much do you think that is for Halloween Horror Nights 100 bucks this was $170. Okay. I could not believe it when she told me, when like the lady told me. I So I went to Universal to get it because I didn't want to just get it online for whatever reason. I don't know. I'm kind of old school about these things, especially when it comes what, to... What these... is the, just out of curiosity, what's the frequent fear pass cost? It was like $350, I think. Oh, I mean, why wouldn't anyone just do that? I know. They're sold out for the year now, apparently, which I'm like, okay. oh, I, I really that's never happened before. So I'm like, oh, man. Like, I really hope that like next year they're not going to like do away with that because they're selling so well right that was the thing justin and i were talking about uh recently but man uh <laughs> but yeah the um so 170 bucks and then we also got our tickets so now we're going to both christmas parties this year okay so we're doing jollywood nights uh we're doing like the third jollywood nights i think it's like november 20th i want to say or something like that and uh, we're doing very merry, like earlier in November, and those were one forty nine each. Mm. Man, you are balling. Yeah, right. Um, one forty nine each, and and those were the cheap ones. That was like the low end tickets, right? Right. So like those are one forty nine. They went up to because we were going to try to go to very merry with my father when he's here for business in December. But those tickets for like at that point were like one seventy nine each, and I was just yeah, like, wow. this is, I was like, how much? How much higher? Do you like? Do you think there's going to be a day soon where we're looking at like two hundred thirty dollars for yeah, like of a course, our ticket event? Like absolutely, yeah. The the price increases have gone absolutely bananas lately. The yeah. they and they just raised prices across the board. They raised annual passes. They raised uh, parking. They raised they raised like everything recent just recently. And I'm like th like this in this infl inflation, especially this Disney inflation. It doesn't coincide with like you know increases in wages and stuff like that. So I just feel like you're just pricing more and more people out every single year. You are, but I mean, these hard ticket events are just that, right? They're limited quantity tickets. Yeah. I think that's why they do it. Yeah. I mean, and listen, I, so I just went to Oogie Boogie Bash. They were 180 a ticket, right? 179.99. Um, I bought four tickets. I mean, I dropped yeah. like 800 bucks on this. $800. Like when I think about it rationally, I'm like, whoa, that's 
just insanity like for what how many doing for how many hours too in the park like yeah like five right like five hours yeah. and like a whole an entire day in the magic kingdom is like what 120 maybe like, right now having said that we oogie boogie bash was the highlight of our trip it was the best thing we did we still talk about it. we had such a great yep. time but now i don't want my kids to have to worry about it. i want them to go and have a great time it's part of our family vacation but for right. me like because i paid for it i'm like Woo, $800. Wow. Like this was okay. It's a lot. That is so, a lot. I understand anyone who's like, this is crazy. I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. It, it's, um, I mean, I, we, so Jollywood nights, we pretty much confirmed that Kermit and piggy are puppets in the show. Right. So now I'm like, okay, gotta go to this. Um, and the food at Jollywood nights looks really good. Like everything is like Latin or Asian inspired pretty much. Okay. It just it just looks like it's gonna be a cool event. And so now we're doing a little experiment uh with this though. We are I, I said to Rach, the one thing we have to do before Jollywood Nights is I have to finally watch Prep and Landing. Yeah. And I want to see if watching Prep and Landing improves Jingle Bell Jingle Bam for me. I like Prep and Landing a lot. I know you've been telling me for years that it's really good. So I don't know. I, I maybe like by watching that, I'll get a little bit more like into. I just, I always just felt like it was just way too much like projection and not enough fireworks. Right. Did you watch the Once Upon a Studio? I did not. Everyone keeps telling me to watch it. Like, have you not watched it? Is it on Disney Plus yet? Because like I, I don't believe have... it's on Disney Plus. It's on Hulu. Okay. Because I don't have like cable to speak of. So I mean, I do actually like in our like our we have our cable box in the bedroom. We've like literally never used it. We lived here for three months before I finally set it up because uh, cable TV comes with our like utilities package. Okay. So it's like, you're paying for, you know, internet, um, cable TV and, and like your water and all that other stuff. So we didn't have a choice. We had to get the cable TV. Otherwise we wouldn't have it. Right. Cause I'm a firm believer in cutting the cable. Do you have cable? I cannot house? do that. Yeah. I, I, I have to. I don't have a choice. Okay. Why do you not have a choice? Live sports is a, a mm. very big part of my daily experience. And but they're starting to put live sports like ESPN yes. Plus has got a lot mm -hmm. of like I watch sure. the light, I watch lightning games on ESPN Plus. I get it. And that's how it works for a lot of people. But it, it in this area, if you happen to like four sports teams, uh -huh. they are not all packaged into a streaming option. Have so, you considered YouTube TV? Again, does not carry everything. Really? I thought that yeah. you could make like selections. Yeah. I was doing YouTube TV for a while, actually, where I was still like, yeah, I still need live TV in my life. And that was when it was like 40 bucks. Like right. it was like 40 bucks a month. But now it's like 80 bucks a month. And I'm like, I can't do this. Yeah, TV, I get it. And I understand the cutting the cord thing, but I don't know. Maybe I'll look into it more. There is a way now. MSG Plus just came out here um, to carry Knicks and Rangers. But I mean, you're talking $40 a month for that. Right. You know, so now theoretically you could only have it during the off season. I mean, during in season and then Man, off season just cut it. But I remember when it was such a big deal to get the Disney Channel. Yeah. I didn't have it forever. I mean, I was also old enough. I didn't care. Well, when I was a kid, we never had the Disney Channel, uh, but there would be this magical week every year where we would get free Disney. Yep. Yep. I remember free that. Disney Channel. And I was glued to the TV for an, for an entire week. I didn't watch anything else. Dumbo Circus. Welcome to Pooh Corner. I mean, have you ever seen what Dumbo Circus and Welcome to Pooh Corner look like? No. I mean, they're they're like pretty like terrifying. That's awesome. Um, I, I so it's like it's a live action, uh, like Winnie the Pooh and Dumbo show, basically, right? Um, and yeah, the I'm actually looking to see if I can just pull them up right now and do like a, she, a screen share to just show you like the existential horror of them. <laughs> um, hold on, welcome to Pooh Corner intro and like they don't i don't think they have these on um disney, disney plus. plus yeah i don't think so and let's do it like uh, you see this oh yeah all right all right here we go presentation has been closed captioned for the hearing impaired all right All right, so right right away, like, okay, this is like the the room from like the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh, right? Yep. Adorable. Yeah, we're 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 like pretty standard fare here. 
Buckle up. Gloomy old Eeyore nods his head. He worries away the time. This is what the show looks like. I kind of like it. Wait. I mean, like, it's kind of existential horror, isn't it? No, no, I like it. As a kid, I loved it. Yeah, I still like it. Rabbit looks horrifying. Yeah. Rue is just a straight-up puppet. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> Dead-eyed puppet. Oh, poor Piglet. But, like, the animated backgrounds are definitely like a it. choice. Yeah. The Tigger bouncing thing is so bad. <laughs> like, his one foot is clearly still, like, on the ground, planted on the ground. Right. Pooh Bear is the one that looks like this looks yeah. like 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 blood and honey. Yeah, the Pooh Bear, the Pooh Bear face is a little. That was the thing that bothered me, uh, the people's the most. Like, and then it's not even like a good Pooh Bear voice you hear me here. Like that's a bad Winnie the Pooh voice. Let's have a happy yeah, honestly, yeah. I like all of it except till it gets to Pooh, and then you're like, hmm. yeah, Pooh Bear does not look good. I mean, yeah. Um, so hold on, let me see if I can pull up Dumbo Circus for you. Now that just sounds terrifying because it's a circus. Uh, yes, and it's like so Dumbo's obviously in it, but like he's not like the only character in it. It's like a whole bunch of like different animals and stuff. Um, hold on. Let's let's pull that up. Dumbo Circus intro. And these were the two shows that I like lived for as a kid. Like I loved these shows. Um, and you know, to to our folks um who are wa- who are going to be watching the who are listening to this and not getting the video version on some of our lower Patreon tiers, I will include links to these uh these videos for you guys so you can watch along and experience the dread um along with us. Okay, here we go. Sharing screen again, Dumbo Circus, and here we go. All right, are you seeing it? Yep. Okay. Dumbo Circus. I love the song. Dumbo Circus. Oh my gosh. What are your thoughts so far? Ah, uh, I mean, it's a show for little kids. I, I, I get it. It doesn't look good, but no, it was not good. Uh, I don't when remember did this come out. This was oh, gosh, it had to have been the late eighties, early nineties. Yeah. The only one I remember is like that, like mangy looking cat man. His, I remember his name was Sebastian. I remember none of these other characters other than Dumbo. So Dumbo's kind of cute. Yeah, kind of, right? Yeah. Oh, I like the dog. I think I remember the dog. I think the dog's name is Barnaby or something. Like, I don't know if that's true, but for some reason, when that dog just popped up, my my thing just heard Barnaby. Oh, okay. It's just going to keep going. All right. Um, you know what we've been watching recently, Rachel and I, and it's kind of been such a blast from the past? Bear in the Big Blue House. Okay. <laughs> because there's some, like, really funny, like, like moments from it. It's it's just, like, a really, like... It, and for me, it's like a puppet nerd. Like, I like watching, like, the... Like, you could spot the string that goes from the one arm to the other arm. And so you could see the way like bear moves his arm, his right arm moves by his left arm moving. Basically there's right. a string that runs from the wrist through the neck out to the other wrist. Um, and yeah, there, there, but there's this uh, mouse in there named Tutter that Rachel is now like obsessed with uh, all because there was like this one video of Tutter. He was like sitting on a toilet. <laughs> it's okay. so, yeah, it's so funny. Um, <laughs> You know what? I think I have to show it to you. Yeah, hold on. I I have to pull that. I have to pull that clip up. And right. again, I will um I will list this for all of you guys uh listening to the audio version because it is just like too hysterical. 
And I mean, you know, I guess you gotta you gotta show this stuff to kids, right? Like, you know, there's Elmo potty books and stuff like that. Yeah. But, um I think this is the right one. So let's 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 see. Here we go. Boy, you guys are potty experts. There's, there's Bear. Wonder how Tutter's doing. Let's find out. Tutter. Is everything okay in there? Just fine, dear. Just fine. I just had to poop. I'm almost done. <laughs> That's good, Tutter. Take your time. There's no hurry. Oh, I know, Bear. I know. I always take my time when I use the potty. Sometimes I even like to look in a picture book. <laughs> but I just Me too, Tutter. Right All right. <laughs> it's very important to wipe. Oh, my God. And I gotta wash my hands, Bear. Can't forget to wash I just gotta wipe, Bear. At least they're teaching you to wash your hands. Yeah. It's great to be clean after using the potty and healthier, too. Oh, my gosh. Boy, I feel much better now. We all we all get we all get that feeling, Tutter. Good for Tutter. You know what? Tutter had a Tutter must really be getting his fiber because you'd assume as a mouse, he's getting an all cheese diet. And I'm going to tell you, that's probably not fun. You're, you're not you're not that relaxed on the toilet when you have an all cheese diet. Maybe he's taking a supplement. You know what? That There's some very nice gummy fiber supplements out there. Yeah. Or maybe uh, maybe a breakfast cereal that happens to be high in fiber. There you go. Yeah. But yeah, Rachel, like loves that like she's so entertained by that. i just got a white bear like i i funny. somehow can imagine you guys sitting at home watching episodes of this we literally watched the first episode the other day and we were just like making fun of it like we like mystery science theater 3000 at the whole time right right and it's just so much fun i mean like all like the crazy characters like the, this bear living in this house. like the bear character the bear costume like thank god this wasn't like on when I was um when I was a kid because the bear costume would like terrify me. Really? Oh yeah. No, I would have definitely been scared of the bear. Okay. Though I did enjoy like Eureka's Castle and stuff like that. Never and, heard of it. Oh, it was like a it was it was a non Henson. I don't think it was Henson. It was but it was Nickelodeon. It was Nick Jr. show. Uh, where it was all puppets and one of them was the guy that played bear played magellan the dragon and it was like a big like drag like full body dragon suit all right magellan was pretty cool i liked magellan um and then i oh then i showed her the first ever episode of sesame street right it's dude it's it's on max yeah i've seen it it's bad like when they go into that 10 minute thing about how milk is made when they're like Waiting for milking time. I'm like, this is the creepiest thing I've ever seen. I they were kind of feeling out like how to make this show. Well, and then like the first Ernie and Bert thing, like you full on see Henson's entire arm, and you see not only um Frank Oz's arm, but the entire side of his face at one point. That's so funny. Like they had no idea what they're and at the end of the day, when you read like I read I'm reading like a biography on Henson. And he did not want anything to do with Sesame Street. Right. He wanted nothing to do with it. And I think he was just like when I watched that pilot, I was like, oh, okay. Henson is clearly like maybe trying to make this fail. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, unlikely, but yeah, like he didn't want to do it because he never wanted to be known as a children's puppeteer. He believed that puppets could be for everyone. And he wanted to be known. He didn't even like being called a puppeteer. He was an experimental filmmaker. Right. Uh, and, and and so like he would uh, like the only thing that got him to do Sesame Street basically was he was just like they were like, all right, we'll give you like all the merchandising. And he was like, oh, all right, I guess we'll do it. And then, you know, what Sesame Street merchandise is like, of course. Yeah. I mean, that that turned into a whole thing. So um, I miss the puppet stuff at Disney World. Yeah, we used to have a lot of puppets like we used to have the Little Mermaid thing, which I mean, yes, the Little Mermaid show was 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 weird. But and I they need I to still enjoy it. If they're not bringing that back, they need to do something with the space. Yeah. Um, Playhouse Disney was so much fun. Like I only saw it a couple times, like when I was there with like friends that had little kids. But it was like it was super, super cute. And uh, of course, great moments in history is maybe like my favorite thing they've ever done. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, but I'm glad that they're they're bringing the puppet concept back for Jollywood Nights. 
So um, have you noticed my office is uh, is is finished behind me? Yeah, good job. No more boxes and all this stuff. Like, you know, I've got the keyblades on the wall, the, you know, Morty's little perch. My brother-in-law uh, painted that Morty like picture. That's above I was Morty wondering what there. that was. Yeah. That's more. It's Morty as Superman. Okay. Yeah, he, my brother-in-law is an artist, and he does like conventions and stuff. He's really, really good. And he made this like cartoon version of Morty. I've got like a figment pennant over there, like all sorts of like really cool stuff all over this office. I'm I'm a big fan. It's like a really like it's a space that's like super conducive to like creative work. Good for you. So I mean, it's still nowhere near as cool as your backdrop of you know, row comics, but well, know, it's a little bit different. That's Skeletor bust. I mean, like I got all of that. Yeah. It's cool. uh, so, um, yeah. Anything else, uh, Disney on your mind before we huh. uh, close it out this week? So tell, tell, tell me about this, um, this 10 minute, uh, 100th anniversary thing that everyone wants me to watch. It's really fun. It's just a little, uh, cartoon short that incorporates, all the animated characters for movies you love. So it's okay. chock full of like, oh, look at that. Look at that moment. That's neat. I, I thought it was really cool. I really liked it. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I, a couple of my friends were like, oh, I teared up on it. I'm like, oh, okay. Like these are people I get that are, these are people that are, yeah, they're not like Disney people, like my friends yeah. that told me this. And so I'm like, oh, okay, maybe I really should watch this. So yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give it a, I'll give it a watch. I mean, are not... you excited at all about Wish? About Wish? Wish like as in the disney wish the cruise ship that i love because i love that no, but just the disney wish movie that's coming out oh wish um no because that's in it a little bit i gotta okay. tell you like my son's really excited about it i hope it, it's great when i first saw it, it i thought that like i don't know what i thought like i was just like oh like what is that like it's a little intriguing but it's one of the like i'm definitely not going to a theater to see it that's it i probably a, will that's going to be a Disney Plus release for me, I think. And here is the problem for why for why they're not yeah. doing box office. Yep. I think that there's going to be a day where we're not even going to get these um these these Disney animated films in theaters anymore. I think they're just going to go right to Disney Plus. Hmm. I don't I mean maybe. Well, it all depends on how much like cuz I don't know like the figures of how much money they lose when one of these bombs in theaters. Right, well, but but that's the thing. If it is something where we're just going to put them on Disney Plus, why not put it in the theater first? Unless it costs a lot of money for distribution and stuff like that. And then, come on, come on, it doesn't cost that much. Uh, okay, I mean, I don't know. I don't know the numbers. So, <sighs> all right. Well, uh, if, uh, anything else? Then that's going to do it for the Two Men in the Mouse Patron Experience. Thank you guys so much for joining us and for your continued support as patrons here on Patreon.com/slash Two Men in the Mouse. We love having you guys here with us. And we love being able to bring you guys more Disney content uh, all throughout the week. So uh, please stay tuned. And we will see you guys next time on the Two Men and the Mouse Patron Experience. All right, Pete, there it was. A, a, a one whole episode of the Two Men and the Mouse Patron Experience. Uh, Always a good time. We're doing those every week. It's kind of more of an unplugged, you know, kind of like casual conversation between you and I, not really structured at all. Typically, we enter into the patron episodes not even knowing what we're going to talk about. Like, we just kind of, we just kind of like, I usually start them off by just being like, hey, what do you want to talk about this week? Uh, so, like I said, available in both video and audio format over on patreon.com slash two men in the mouse, where we have got um, tiers starting at, uh, you know, $5. And going all the way up to $50 a month. So uh, you get very, it's a lot of our, our merchandise is uh, going out just last month. This month, people have been showing me looks really great. So very, very That's excited. great. Yeah. All right. Anything else you want to add this week? Mm, great show. Great show. All right. That's going to do it for two minutes of the mouse this week, folks. Thank you so much for joining us. And if you love our good buddy, Peter Mandel, check him out over at Rogue Comics in Cranford, New Jersey at 105 North Union Avenue, Cranford, New Jersey, 07016. Or go to roguecomics.com where you can find a link to Pete's eBay store. If you're planning a trip uh, anywhere around the world, but more specifically, even to the Disney or Universal Parks, check out our buddies over at Away With Me Travel. Uh, Justin and his team are at the top of their game, and they will make sure that you have the trip of your dreams. And of course, folks, for me, please check out the Morty Monster YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Morty Monster. Uh, our Halloween Horror Nights uh, special went up uh, just you know, last week in time for Halloween. So check that out. We'll also be having a uh, episode coming out soon about the Christmas decor over there in the Magic Kingdom. So uh, check it out, folks. 
uh, youtube.com slash morty monster of course my books are available on amazon.com you can find them under kevin j kessler for my fantasy work or for everything else under vincent valentine v-a-l-e-n-t-e-a all right well that is it this week pete any closing words oh let's do it again next week Kevin. let's do it again next week folks please keep the magic alive every day of your lives we will see you next week on two men and the mouse So there's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow Shining at the end of every day There's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow Just a dream away If you're standing, please hold on to the handrails and stay clear of the doors until the monorail stops completely and the doors open. If this concludes your visit, we hope you've had a wonderful time and will return home safely. Thank you for traveling with us. This has been YDF Media Productions.